Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. Today, we have the incredible Marianne DeMarco back for her fifth episode on the Balanced Blonde Podcast, which is so special because she is such a mentor in my life, such a spiritual teacher, and she has so much to share with our community. So when all of this started going on, the virus, the quarantine, staying at home, social distancing. I started to feel like I felt this deep call to switch up the podcast and kind of rearrange some things so that we could focus on what's going on and give you guys some tips and tricks for how to deal with it, how to ease the anxiety, how to tap into your spirituality during this time and meditate and channel and lean into the anxiety versus feel so fearful of it. So last week I recorded an impromptu solo episode. The week before that, I also recorded an impromptu solo episode. And I hope all of those have helped you. And here we are this week with Marianne talking about um, so many different things. So I've gotten tons of requests from you guys to have Marianne, Marianne on the podcast during this time because she is such a lighthouse, such a beacon. And as she mentioned, during times like these, people come to her as somewhat of a magic eight ball curious about what's going on, the why behind all of this, the why behind, uh, why, for lack of a better word, coronavirus is happening and why we are all being forced to slow down in such a big way. People are asking her, how long is this going to last? What messages has she gotten? What has come through for her about basically the state of our world and how long we should expect all of this to be going on? So we get into all that in the episode. Marianne is not big on timelines because she doesn't like to get us into a fear cycle in that way, but she gives so many good tips and resources in this episode for staying calm, for leaning into the anxiety, for doing our own channeling and intuitive, um, getting intuitive messages during this time. So I know when I had her on about a month ago when I was in New York, a lot of you guys who listened, you said, that was amazing and I want even more from Marianne, more tips on how I can do this in my own life. So although we have those tips with Marianne in previous episodes with her, we also go into it in this episode. She does a little channeling for me, but we kept it brief because I did a lot of chatting with her for about an hour before we recorded, but I love to share a bit of her channeling with you guys because I think it's such a cool thing to hear and such a um, amazing way to hear what a channeling session is like if you've never had one. Marianne has a five-year wait list and she doesn't add to her wait list anymore. So I think it's cool for you guys to kind of hear what a session with her is, is like. She's one of the most legitimate mediums well, the most legitimate medium I have ever spoken to. She is my mentor. I'm spending a lot of time with her right now. Um, she's mentoring me on opening up psychically and boundaries and safety um, as I kind of, you know, have some boundaries to work on. And as you'll hear in this episode, we talk a little bit about my water fasting as we recorded this right before I went into the water fast. And then when you guys are listening to this, I will most likely 
still be water fasting. So you can check my Instagram for updates. And I hope this episode is a high vibrational resource for you, makes you feel good, um, and answers some questions for you. And also just gets into all the good spiritual stuff. Um, If you are looking for a distraction and not wanting to keep talking about coronavirus and everything that's going on, I think this episode kind of perfectly touches on what's going on in a timely manner, in a timely way, while also talking about other stuff and keeping it really light, keeping it really high vibe. Marianne is such a mother. She's such a maternal energy, such a spiritual mama to me. And I feel like she's just such a calming force during a time like this. So definitely check her out. Check out her book, Believe, Ask, Act. Check out her website. Check her out on Instagram. She's Marianne the Medium. Show her some love. Tell her that you came over from the Balanced Blonde podcast. And um, with without further chit-chat, I would love to get into this episode. So I would love to thank our first sponsor for today's episode, Hum Nutrition. Hum Nutrition is my favorite beauty supplement company. They are a brand I've been using for years. You can use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off. Um, for your first order at Hum Nutrition. So just to tell you a few things about Hum, what makes them amazing, what sets them apart, they are completely non-GMO, sustainable, pure and potent. They're third-party tested. They have nutritionists on, on their website that you can talk to if you're not sure where to get started in terms of supplements to take and what you might need for spe- specific deficiencies that you have. So I love that you can just take a quick little quiz and talk to registered dietitians straight from their website. Um, they have so many different supplements for different things. So if you have struggle struggles with falling asleep or with gut health or or with skin, bloating, hair, if you have hair breakage, UTI issues. I know I get a lot of, used to get a lot of urinary tract infections before I started taking their supplement called Private Party, which supports the health of your urinary tract, which honestly everybody needs, especially women. Um, if you have issues with liver detox or with skin or you're looking for burning fat or age-defying supplements, they literally have everything. Um, my favorites, which you might know if you listen to this podcast frequently, are the Daily Cleanse, the Uber Energy, which supports adrenal strength, the Big Chill, which is perfect for everything we're talking about in this episode with Marianne. The Big Chill helps you cope with stress. I think a lot of us are feeling some extra stress right now. Um, It's full of rhodiola, which is such, it's one of my favorite um, root extracts. It's very calming. I take it every day. I also love the Mighty Night. It helps me sleep. It also helps it helps rejuvenate your cells while you're sleeping. It's full of CoQ10, valerian root, peppermint completely natural. We actually put it in the gift bags at our wedding because we love it so much. So check out Hum Nutrition. Use that code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off. Take their free quiz, talk to their nutritionists, figure out what's right for you. And 
Keep in mind, if you're vegan, they have tons of vegan products. You guys know I'm vegan, so I recommend very TBB-approved brands all the time. So appreciative of Hum Nutrition for supporting the show. And now, let's get into this episode with the fabulous Marianne Marco. Marianne, you're back. You might I'm back. usually be the most frequent podcast guest or the most um, returned podcast guest, which is so fitting because you are Woo! everything. You're the best. So during this crazy time yes. in the world, hundreds of people, no exaggeration, have been requesting to have you on the podcast. Oh. And I am spoiled and I get to talk to you anyway. And I was like, yes, we will have her on the podcast to talk about just so many different kind of higher vibrational um, takes on what's going on and also Mm -hmm. tips for how people can deal with the anxiety and some of the things that we discussed before we started recording. So if Mm -hmm. you could kind of just like get into it and we'll just get into a conversation about it. But Whatever comes to mind first to talk about, we can start there. Well, the first thing I'll say is a lot of people have been asking me, you know, what do I feel? What's been going on? What do I hear? What's the guidance that I've been getting myself? And the first thing that I always tell people is the the main thing that I hear is that this too shall pass. And that is the first, first and foremost. It might not be very easy as we get through it, right? but it will pass. And so that has brought me a tremendous amount of calm. Um, I had a friend of mine text me this morning. I'm so scared, he wrote. And I thought, I'm not scared. Um, I'm, I'm conscientious and I'm concerned, of course, but um, I'm trying to live in the calm that spirit's allowing me to feel and just sort of embracing that in that this is a moment and that things happen in the world and that we're being given a choice to kind of figure out how we want to navigate through that in some way, because mm-hmm. uh, not all of it is in our control, but we are in control of our own being and how uh, we can sort of feel about certain things. And, and that can run the gamut for a lot of different people. It can really be an array of different feelings. And how do we work through all that? So that's right. sort of where I'm at, uh, just yeah. from a channeling standpoint. That's amazing. So for the people who are going to want specifics, is there any sort of amount of time that you see this going on before this too shall pass? We love the timeframes, don't we? We We're so fixated on them. And isn't this the most amazing lesson about time that we're Mm -hmm. learning because our schedules have been disrupted. Our routines have been disrupted. And so I feel like the next couple of months are going to be very telling. I try not to do too much premonition stuff that way because I feel like I myself am trying to understand and experience it on a worldly level as well. And so for me and and the way I feel just intuitively, I feel like the next uh, couple of months for us uh, on a whole are going to be a lot about making a conscious effort to do the right thing and, and help us as a world get through this and, and do it as the best that we can and help others um, that are not feeling well and just trying to get through it financially for a lot of people and, and focus on the now and in the moment because it's incredibly important to understand what's happening in this moment and how we can deal with it and not allowing ourselves to project too far in the future. I think that can be detrimental to our 
healing process. And I don't mean that physically, I mean mentally. Like it could be, it could be too trying to, and we anticipate so much and then we get these expectations in our head. And so if we can kind of just bring it down to a day by day, I think it's just a healthier way to proceed just I from a spiritual, that. right? It kind of that... takes the pressure off, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it's it kind, kind of... of a metaphor for life and not just the situation that we're in right now to not be so fixated on timelines and to not be so controlling. And we, at least mm-hmm. me, I'm very controlling over my schedule and my timeline and when's this going to happen? When's that going to happen? So it's a good lesson. I was talking to my listeners the other day and I was saying, you know, to try and... It's so strange. I've been so routined. I didn't even realize how routined I was until the routine was disrupted. And then I thought, oh, because I I always was... I would always say something like, you know, I'm I'm very lucky that I'm able to make my own schedule and I'm very lucky. And I, I say that very often because I know that people... A lot of people can't do that. And I happen to be able to make my own schedule in in most ways. And then I was like, wow, I I cannot do that right now. And so now this is a new normal and I have to make a new schedule in a different type of way mm-hmm. uh, within the confines of my home. You know, I'm not That's really leaving so or going true. anywhere. So it's very interesting to be not be able to kind of hop in the car and go to my gym and do my routine. And um, But also sort of interesting, cathartic to be able to kind of come up with something new Right. And allow yourself to sort of ease into that in an uncomfortable or comfortable way, right? It could be either way. Yeah. So we've been working on doing that as well. I love that. Which I'm sure everybody is trying to figure that out. Totally. I feel in a little bit of a way, a little bit opposite because I don't know if you've seen, there's all these memes going around, like people who realize their everyday life is similar to this. Like, oh, my everyday life is quarantine and it's these... Me yes. yes. With these hysterical faces of like the eyes are looking all around. <laughs> Marie Forleo posted one and I was like, this is me, which is partially because I have Lyme, which is, you know, we've talked about mm-hmm. this. I feel like chronic illness was almost preparing me for a time like this. And then everyone mm-hmm. else who's in this position, all of a sudden, there are other people who are experiencing what we've been experiencing and the lessons and the gifts I've received from living this way are mm-hmm. invaluable. So right. I think other people kind of having to live this way is is an eye-opening thing just to know that we are more than our routine and we are more than our schedule and how busy we are and how we show up at work and, and all those things. Like actually us at home, that is who we are. Mm-hmm. So to be comfortable with that. It's, yeah, it's difficult. I mean, you and I have spoken about a lot, you know, I'm such a homebody and um, I love being at home. Actually, I spend a lot of time at home. And so, but to have, but still to have the choice to be able to leave whenever I want and do whatever I want is always never a question. You know, I can do that. And so, yeah, I have another friend of mine, uh, we talked about her too, struggles with Lyme and, and is healing through it. And she's had to be home a lot because environmentally it's just tough for her. Uh, to be outside. And she's finding the same thing where she's sort of looking around going, oh, wow, everybody's sort of in the same boat to some degree. And how do we then start to embrace that? And so I thought about it. And I always try to play devil's advocate in that I try to put myself in somebody else's shoes. But I think now we really can have an understanding for people who cannot get out of the house and even our elderly and you know people who really have a hard time uh, just with their daily schedule anyway. And so then how do we then collectively put out light to those people too? 
and um, maybe we walk away with a little bit more compassion mm-hmm. and understanding. For compassion, for sure. sure. Love um, a call for compassion. When you said you were a homebody, that just made me think. When's your birthday again? What's your? I'm a Pisces. Oh, you're a Pisces. So mm-hmm. it was just. Oh yeah, duh. I just wished you a happy February birthday. Yeah, you did. Or, oh, that's what you did. You said so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I remember. Okay, I was thinking because I know homebody signs are sometimes Cancer, Taurus, but you're a Pisces. I'm a Pisces, and um, I think it has a lot to do with energetically. Um, I like to feel, I work on feeling very grounded because of, because of the work that I do. Um, I think that I, I just like the feeling of um, the energy within my own home, quite honestly. You know, when I walk out the door, it's, it's a lot of energy that can come out in different areas. And I think if you're practicing spirituality and you and I, we talk a lot about boundaries, I think it's important to my, for my boundary work um, to be able to be home and regroup and allow that energy to feel real calm and be For within sure. my own space. Because, and anybody out there who's listening, if you're giving your energy a lot, especially our healthcare workers right now who are really putting out all of this energy for everything that's going on, and if you have that moment to breathe a minute and feel grounded within your space, and to everyone else who maybe has never had that opportunity and now has the opportunity, it's a great time to allow yourself to kind of. Just feel within your own space the calmness that can take place. Unless you, I'm sure some of you have little children running around and <laughs> how calm that could be. Right. But try to find those moments of appreciation that you're able to kind of just breathe in your own space and, and protect your energy. And I think it's just important when you're putting all of that out there all day long to make sure that you come back to home and feel grounded and yeah. good, safe. It is important. Yeah. So- when you've been channeling about this, have you tapped into the why? Why is all? Why is this happening? Uh, I know that's yeah. a question people have. So a lot is- of people ask me that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ask me why is this happening. I was telling my husband I was starting to feel like a magic eight ball um, because I feel like I'm people undoubtedly. So I want to answer people like that way. Ask me again later. You know, right? Exactly. <laughs> all the answers that an eight ball can give because sometimes you know we don't have the answers um, and. You know me very well, and you know I'm a firm believer in sometimes shit happens, you know, and that we have to try and sit in those moments and understand that we have an opportunity to take a lesson out of that. And then how are we going to choose to navigate through that lesson, which is incredibly important. So for me, as a, uh, for the work that I do, I sometimes try not to really focus on the whys because I, I think that we can really get into you know, is there a dark force out there or is the universe trying to teach us a lesson or, you know, and really the idea is not to kind of focus on why it's happening, but what do we do collectively in that moment and how do we help within that moment? And I think that that's much more important. And so I've been asking people to kind of give light, picture the world in a healing light, uh, reach out to your neighbor, reach out to your loved ones a little bit more and take this moment to maybe try and understand how you can effectively change everything from an energy standpoint and what's going on. And I think it's just much more powerful to know what to do with it instead of where it's coming from. Mm, I like that. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes a lot I hope of so. sense. Yeah, yeah. So what are some things people can do to, I don't know, protect their energy during this time or lean into the anxiety that they're feeling? Yeah. I, you know, I have a lot of people asking me, I'm so, you know, what do I do with all this fear? What do I do with all this anxiety? And I was, I kind of wanted to take the pressure off of them. I mean, when I speak with, with my guides and I channel things like this, 
I rather surrender to it and ease into it a little bit instead of trying to fight it all the time. We are human. We're here. We're souls. We might as well feel what we're supposed to feel. We're emotional people. And I think that trying to stifle that sometimes or trying to fight it makes it worse. And then you have an even bigger release that can feel much more dramatic. So I think the idea is to sort of coexist with it right now and then allow yourself to marry that with something that feels good and cathartic for yourself, whether it be writing or listening to music, listening to your favorite comedian. We were talking before, I, I, I listen to TikTok a lot. I think it's hilarious. Yes, TikTok is so Hello, fun. Is that TikTok? I think it's funny. I'm not making TikTok, so you can't TikTok shame me, people. But I am watching. Man, we and need to get you on TikTok. You we need to get you TikTok. doing Renegade. I don't think my kids... I don't think my kids would like it, but uh, it's a little comic relief and having conversations about different things other than what's going on in the world. I um, definitely be informed. Obviously, we need to be informed, but turn the TV off uh, for a little while. You know, walk away from your social media for a little bit if you need and do something different. We were talking about um, with my Instagram people picking up books that maybe you thought you were going to read. I might clean a closet that needed to be that needs to be done. I might That's not. Something I've been avoiding <laughs> during this time. I might not do it. I might do that on the last day of a quarantine where I feel the pressure's on. You know, but I just feel like um, there's other things that we can be doing to sort of fill our time, get outside, breathe in the fresh air, uh, of course safely, you know, um, within distance from people, but you want to sort of balance your time with what could feel like that stressful anxiety, what's going to happen, the fear of the unknown, and marry that with, okay, well, if I have to feel this way, there's other, at least I have the time right now to maybe do some other things to help uh, counterbalance that. Yeah. And that's I what I recommend. That. Meditation. Meditation can be tough sometimes when you're feeling such anxiety, when our vibration is so low and filled with angst. Uh, meditation can be tough. So what I've been teaching people is try to get into a space with your meditation where you're really allowing your imagination to take over and allow it to just picture any good, healthy area that you enjoy being in. Allow that to enter into the mind. Picture it in detail, sounds, colors, everything that you can conjure up and then meet with a guide or meet with a loved one there and have a conversation about what's going on or just sit peacefully and enjoy the scene. I love doing that. It's one of my favorite types of meditation because people always feel like, oh, well, that's my imagination. Am I really making connection? If you're a medium or a psychic or you do this work spiritually, you know that uh, spirit uses your imagination. They're using your frame of reference. And so Mm -hmm. absolutely create a space within your mind that helps you get to a place of feeling reassured and safe. I often go... um, to a, a place that my aunt owned when I was a kid and it's, it's down by a beach and my family would get together there. And I love to go there in my mind's eye because there's so many great memories there and yeah. uh, it's a wonderful place to be. And if I can't get there physically, I certainly can go there mentally anytime I want and spiritually. So try that. Your listeners should try that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody listening, try that. I want to try that. Yeah. That yeah. sounds amazing. Something just popped into my head, kind of a just something that has happened in the last couple of days that you'll understand where I've been starting to get more intuitive messages, more people coming through who have passed on, um, Mm -hmm. which is why you are my mentor because this is all (laughs) so new to me. Like I was doing the laundry and boom, this um, 
Kathleen is her name. Came into my head. She's my was my, my mom's um, one of her best friends who passed away from cancer about ten years ago. And mm-hmm. oh, hello, Hudson. Hudson just jumped on my back, um, <laughs> clawed me. And so Kathleen came in, super strong personality, hilarious, and said, "Jordan, now maybe your mom and other people will understand why I." as a soul chose to have a shorter life because I didn't want to live through this chaotic time. And it was super, it was super clear. And she made all these jokes about it. And she was like, I'm a soul who chose that. Everybody Mm -hmm. should stop thinking it's so bad that I, that I died when I died. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm so happy to be navigating from the other side. And I'm here with you guys every single day. I'm so close to you all the time. I'm happy. Anyone who's sad about my my struggle needs to stop. Um, and I told my mom that. And I was younger when Kathleen passed away. And so I didn't know all the specifics. But my mom said, yeah, that's what she always said in life. She was happy. Mm. She felt that her life was so full. And I thought that was really interesting because it kind of helped me reframe that sometimes what we think is bad, whether it be someone getting sick and passing away or whether it be what's happening right now with the coronavirus and this quarantine, um, maybe it's not so bad. So I was mm-hmm. wondering if, mm-hmm. if what your thoughts are on that. Well, first of all, good for you for listening to what you know, Spirit was telling you and that you didn't question that. I love that, that you kind of just went with it. And that's really the key. Anybody who's uh, trying to hear Spirit and listen to their messages, don't question believe that you're hearing them and that you're hearing them with clarity and and that it's from the good. And so, um, yeah, I mean, (sighs) spirit has always shown me the, them being on the other side as being really, of course, peaceful, but the most important thing is that they are released from worldly woes and that they don't carry those things, no matter how they passed, what age it may be. Um, that there is a, an immediate understanding of why they passed, when they passed, and where they are. And of course, there's a familiar surrounding and, and when we're home, we're home. We just know that. And that I've never questioned and I, I've never seen it in a reading any other way than that. And that it's, uh, it's always a peaceful thing. So yeah, I think that they are reflecting and they do see our world and they do know what we're going through and they understand it and they know that they're, they're missing it and they're there to guide us. So yeah, I've never, uh, I always reflect and although we miss our loved ones, of course, and we grieve, we always should know that they're safe and well and here to help us on the other side. Very, very important. That's so, so comforting. Yeah, I think it's comforting, you know, and then to kind of deliver that message to somebody is such a gift. And so I'm sure you gave your mom a bit of a gem of a gift too while yes. you were doing that as well. Oh, she loved it. And then it. what was the what was the other part of your question? You you Oh, um well I, I don't even know if I spoke a different part, but the other part of the question I was going to ask was for anyone else who's opening up in this psychic kind of way, it can be hard to navigate those messages. Like yeah. when they just pop into your head. I think the mm-hmm. hardest part, like you said, is trusting. Like they're in the past, I would have been like, no way. That couldn't have happened. Haven't been thinking about her. <laughs> Why now? Why me? But instead, you I just am like, that was her energy. It was, it was right. her voice. I mean, it was very and, cool. And then, you know, you have people who hear that and they're like, well, I don't hear anything. 
don't hear anything. I hear that a lot. I don't hear anything. I try so hard. I never hear a thing. And what I always want to tell people is, first of all, you have to believe you connect. That's, I, I wrote a book. It's called Believe, Ask, Act. The first word is believe. You have to believe. Everyone has um, to read you, it. Uh, please read it if you, want to, if you want to get started. It's a oh, good God. book if you want to get started. But the thing is, is that you have to kind of believe that we all have this power to connect. There should be no question in that. Once you have established that, how you receive that information can vary. Not everybody will hear. Uh, some people will see. I tell everyone, pay attention to all of your senses, not just your sixth sense, all of them, right? That we want, we can, some people see, hear, feel, I taste uh, something sometimes. Smell is a wonderful way to make connection. Establish signs on the other side that you can see that feel more worldly and feel a little bit more tangible. And this is a great time to do that, actually. Um, like we were talking about before with fear and anxiety being at the forefront, our vibration could be really low. And so do something different. Um, I just established a sign with somebody, a friend of mine was looking for a sign about decisions that she was trying to make. And we, we talked about a certain type of bird that she should see. And so you want to, and now she's seeing it all over the place. And so you uh-huh. kind of want to have a little fun with it. Some of this is supposed to be fun. Yeah. And, you know, making connection can be really interesting and kind of exciting all in the same way. And then I loved how you kind of sought out validation. You know, you went and you, you talked to your mom and then it gave, her validate, it gave you immediate validation, which is always great too. It's not, you don't always have to do that, but it's a wonderful thing to do if you feel pretty strong about delivering the message in a responsible and positive way. Right. And so I think that people can just, it it really just believe that you can do it and go with it and don't ever question that you're hearing it. I've, I've said it before. I'm sure I've said it on your podcast plenty of times. Spirit comes in your own voice. It is an inner voice, an inner knowing, and it's said with love and reassurance. So let's take a brief interruption from this episode with Marianne to talk about eczema. So I know I'm not the only person here who suffers from eczema, skin issues, painful, itchy, everything when it comes to skin. This is an issue that I have because of Lyme disease and histamine issues, and it's been really, really tough. So a brand that I absolutely love when it comes to eczema is Glad Skin. You might have seen that I've written about them on the blog lately. They are incredible. They are so helpful and so amazing. And I just appreciate them more than words can even say. So when I get little flares from eczema, usually the patches that I get, they um, they appear under my arms. They are so itchy. Um, as you know, if you've been following me on Instagram and my blog for a long time, I once was covered in head-to-toe eczema, and luckily that has healed a lot. And I've been looking for some kind of topical product that is not a steroid cream because I don't believe in steroid creams for a really long time. So when I found Glad Skin, I was so grateful. They are natural. They're not a steroid cream, but it actually works. So they're offering a code to our fabulous listeners. You can use the code BLONDE20 for 20% off of your order on Gladskin's website. So their website is us.gladskin.com, which you can also find in the show notes. So the way that they work is pretty revolutionary. 
They help support the microbiome of your skin. So you've probably heard about microbiome in the stomach. Our skin also needs a healthy balance of bacteria, just like our gut does. So when the bacteria in our skin gets out of balance, that's when eczema tends to flare up. So Glad Skin helps to restore the balance to our skin bacteria, our skin microbiome. They are clinically proven to reduce eczema itchiness and redness. It's free of steroids, fragrances, preservatives, and alcohols. Alcohols can be really drying. It's hypoallergenic and dermatologist recommended, so it's very TBB approved. Um, I usually have eczema flares probably every couple of weeks, depending on the weather, depending on what I'm eating, depending on my stress levels and how I'm taking care of myself. And if I'm having things I love like coffee, which actually usually ups the inflammation in my body. And so usually after using Glad Skin two or three times in a week, I will see those rashes basically disappear. So I highly recommend them. Use that code BLONDE20 for 20% off and enjoy. I know you'll love. Tag me on Instagram. If you use it, if you buy it, I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head back into this episode with Marianne. First time we met, first time I had you on the podcast, three years ago, I realized when spirit comes in your own voice, like you taught me, that Mm -hmm. opened up a whole world in here where I was like, oh my God, I don't just have the craziest mind. Um, maybe I do also, um, but there's so much going on that we can tap into. It's so beautiful. So much. It's so vast. Mm-hmm. And we're um, much higher level thinkings, uh, thinking beings than we give ourselves credit for. We actually have a tremendous capacity to go to higher levels of consciousness and to kind of hear all of these things and feel all of these things and do some exploration all on our own. And yeah. get some of these answers, and and I I was equally as relieved, and it was equally as life changing to me when when my teacher Pat Longo when she said that to me, you know that spirit comes in your own. Voice. I said I didn't know that. Right, actually, <laughs> no how idea. would we know? Yeah. It was like a disembodied voice somewhere, like very ghostly. Right, it's not yeah. like that at all. And when she told me that, I was really taken aback. I couldn't believe it. So, uh, a lot of people too don't realize that their anxiety is also a way that energy is trying to get in touch with them. And that most people who deal with anxiety on a regular basis, barring what we're experiencing now, that that is actually energy. And I never experienced that growing up, but a lot of mediums and a lot of psychics and people who have... No, I didn't. Um, But a lot of people do. And um, actually, my teacher wrote a great book called uh, The Gifts Beneath Your Anxiety. And it's all about uh, that type of stuff where if you have anxiety that a lot of the time it means that you you have a connection and that you just need to learn how to navigate what all that is. And it's a lot of empaths. That's why they're experiencing so much anxiety. Right. It's all that energy coming at them. That's amazing. Well, first of all, crazy? I am so anxious all the time. So that is yeah. so Tap in. When you feel it. those butterflies, I didn't feel that until I started reading people. Oh, And I remember going into class and I was like, what? What's with the anxiety? I've never had that before. And she's like, oh yeah, that comes along with the territory kind of a thing. Wow. And I was like, what do you mean? And so I finally learned um, how to navigate it. I don't have it so much anymore. And I would only get it before a reading. Uh, but now I understand what it is and so I don't get it anymore. But uh, a lot of people don't know that their anxiety is them actually connecting to spirit and spirit energy. And once you learn how to tap that in, so to your point, Jordan, if you're feeling it, 
when you feel it, it's a great time to channel. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. I feel it. Yeah. And it's a great time time. to automatic write too. Right. Right. So if there's no one around, you might say, well, what am I supposed to be doing? I don't understand. You know, I'm feeling all this anxiety. I feel like I'm supposed to get a message. And you may hear if you're out there, you know, get a piece of paper and a pen and you might want to then channel, which is really funny. And you can automatic write. And that was one of the first times that I I did an automatic write because that's what I felt and heard. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to write now. Yeah. So, and I say this because, and I hope it sounds fun because it is supposed to be a little fun. It is fun. Yeah. And it does sound fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's simple. It is simple. So what's your daily practice of connecting? Is it a meditation, a writing? Like, How are you connecting, especially during this difficult time in the world? And you mentioned there's a big outbreak in your area. So that could cause a lot of panic. Um, What's Mm -hmm. your daily practice to stay calm? Um, Well, honestly, I'm not a panicker by nature. And that does help me. But as far as the spiritual end of things are concerned, I am in constant conversation with spirit. Uh, It's a daily thing I do. I actually speak to spirit as if I'm speaking to you right now. Um, I allow my my guides to come whenever it is that they feel that I need to have a message. And so um, it's a bit of a free form in that way. As far as a, a more of a tangible thing that I do, definitely a morning meditation that is quick, bringing in the light and just allowing the light to kind of flow through my my body. I love doing easy things like I am breathing in, I am breathing out is such a great way. Taking the breath in, holding it for a second or two, and then just releasing it and really not even thinking all that much except about the breath, I think is a wonderful way to make connection. And then you can go forward and ask questions or try to receive some information. It gets you nice and grounded. Um, I love writing. Automatic writing for me everything that I post on my social media is uh, channeled and it's written out. And I, I just love receiving information that way because I like to write. And so I, I just feel like it feels, uh, like I said, I like tangible things for some people. So anything that you can incorporate into a routine that feels like you're actively doing something is very, very helpful. And if you feel extremely comfortable speaking to spirit and, and just feeling connected and allowing the information to come through, just have a conversation with them, just like I am right now with you. Um, and that's how the spirit comes to me. They just talk away. We just chit chat. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course, don't forget to shut down. That's incredibly important is to close down at night. It's that's it. I'm off. Um, I don't want to hear anything. And I just close down and and I allow myself to kind of just sit back and, you know, watch TV and just chill out and not be interrupted. Yeah. I feel you have like to replenish. You're, you're very good at that, which is why um, I have a yeah, it's a yeah. hard line. Yeah, you're yeah. so perfect. At, your job is perfect for you and you are perfect for your job because... Thank you, you so much. Yeah, I mean, it's... You have to. Like me, it's very inspiring because I don't really shut off. Like not just um, energetically, but like I'm, you know, sometimes working at midnight, responding to people's DMs and it doesn't always mm. feel like work. But I, I have my husband to always point it out to me like... This is not normal. This is not good for you um, and for your mm-hmm. healing. So that's boundaries. Part of something that I'm learning. Boundaries are so important, yeah. Especially when you're channeling and you're putting out this kind of energy, especially with you deal with hundreds of thousands of people. 
You know, you have to, you have to absolutely put a hard line down of saying, okay, enough. I mean, if I channeled all day long and if I answered everybody's questions on my, you know, my DMs and, and whatever else all day, I would be exhausted and I guarantee you I would get physically ill. Yeah. Um, there's no doubt about it. I would get run down. And I learned that really early on. You know, sometimes you have to walk through it to really understand the magnitude of it. You, you could be told it. I was told and I didn't listen. And uh, when I first started doing this work, I wanted to read like every day. You know, it's exciting. And so I, I wanted to read everybody and give them information. And uh, sure, then I would get bronchitis all the time. It always affect my lung area because it's heart chakra and it's, you know, emotion and what I'm putting out. I'd lose my voice, communication chakra, right? And so, and so I learned really early on that I cannot do this every day and that there are days that I just have to be off and I can't channel for people and I have to learn how to say no, even though I love giving people information. And I worked with my own schedule in order to do that. And so, and that's with anybody, anybody who, whatever you're putting out there into the world, friendships, relationships, it doesn't have to just be spiritual work. You always have to have your boundaries for your energy and take care of yourself and listen to yourself. It's very important. I always say selfish isn't a bad word. You know, you have to kind of remember, I always give the um, analogy of the airplane mask coming down, right. you know, God forbid we don't ever want to experience that, but put the mask on before you put it on somebody else, right? Yeah. You have to take care of yourself in order to help others. And just, so just replenish your energy. And as we're all slowing down right now, it's a good time to do it. Right. I was going to say that's a timely message because if you go out in public, everyone's actually wearing a mask right now. And so actually take care of your own energy first. Take care of your energy. So important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, especially like I said, caretakers and moms out there and, you know, people who are just, you know, running through it or worried about their money and about their jobs. And, you know, these are real, real problems that people are going to be experiencing right now. And so just take those moments to kind of just replenish and regenerate. It's really important. Absolutely. So another thing that we spoke about before we got on was judgment and how that's kind of popping up right now with people who may or may not be listening to the mandates to stay inside, stay home. How do we work with judgment if we're feeling judgment toward others who are not dealing with the situation the way that yeah. we are or that we want them to? What comes through? You know, it's funny. Um, a friend of mine had just said, uh, we had talked about this before, it's going to get really ugly because people are kind of not listening and other people are very much staying in their homes and listening. And then some people are kind of in between I think you have to kind of, the way I've been doing it is sort of just worrying about my own space, staying in my own lane and trying to understand that not everybody is going to handle a situation the same way. And then when I feel like I'm getting into a place of judgment for what I'm looking at as maybe irresponsibility on other people's parts, um, I try to just send them light. And, and hope that they are safe and try to understand that not everybody's energy is it's not easy to adapt to staying home all the time. And we do feel anxious. And I just hope that people are doing it with you know good conscience and still trying to be safe. And so I sort of let that go. And then I go back to just putting out healing like collectively instead of compartmentalizing it all. Uh, I think it just helps us from an energy standpoint. So you don't live in that place of judgment for too long and you just go back to a healing space where you're like, all right, I can't be concerned about what other people are doing right now. I'm just going to put out light and hope that that helps generate even more. 
And, and then of course, positive communication. Always. Here's what I'm doing that helps, you know? And yeah. so the more that I get out there, uh, the more that I speak about it, I hope that people kind of, you know, it gets, it gets uh, contagious in that way, in a good way. Yeah. We need a good, we need, we need a good, healthy contagious. We a do. Good, quite like contagious. <laughs> we do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I know it's hard not to judge, you know? And so, but it, but that also brings your energy down. So it's sort of this weird thing. I don't know. I guess just speak about things in a in a positive way as best you possibly can about what you are doing that feels good and feels totally right. Yeah, that's super helpful. Don't you feel like during during times like these, spiritual teachers are kind of working overtime? Like everybody is wanting the light, and yeah, I'm sure you feel that to a huge degree. Being I do. I mean, I also feel really honored. Yeah, uh, to be able to kind of, I hope at least in some way, shape, or form, share some information that might be helpful to somebody. Uh, I'm not a medical practitioner, you know. I don't, I don't have any uh, experience in that way. So, you know, I just try to people. When people ask me advice, I just try to be really honest about what I do that makes me feel like I'm doing some good. And I just tell people to do the same in their own lives. You know, try and just find a space where. You know, I, I'm a strong believer in energy and that we can collectively heal and collectively do things to change the vibration of what's going on. And if that resonates with some people and it gets it out there in a positive way, then I feel like that's really good. Mm-hmm. And that spirit's kind of giving me some words that are serving appropriately in a good way. Right. Yeah. It's definitely resonating with people. And that's what so. the world needs right now. Yeah. Yeah. And a Love lot of people. Love. Yes. Be love, spread love. Yes. Like we were talking about these people in Italy. Uh, When I see them all singing on the balcony, I get kind of choked up. Like it's unbelievable. Some of the most beautiful videos ever. So sweet. I love it. I saw one woman, she had a little bit of espresso in a jar and she had hooked it to a laundry line and she pushed it down to her neighbor who I that guess is... needed the espresso. And she, I, I was just so like, this is amazing. And just yeah. watching them, you know, sing and have some fun out there. I, I you know, uh, we can all take a really big lesson from some of these videos that are out there that are so feel good and try and give that in some way, shape or form, uh, you know, to our own neighbor. And I if you can't physically that. see them or have fun singing in, in the apartment buildings where they are on the balconies, we can always do that remotely right by giving them light yes you know yeah that's so beautiful those videos i love remote light work remote light work is like one of my favorite things to do so if anybody if you don't know what that is when you're out there um if you're out there and you're listening you just sort of picture someone something the world in beautiful white healing light and what i've been doing is uh, i'm working on getting a meditation out that people can download um for free, of course, but because we all need it and I kind of want everybody to do it. But I sort of picture everybody um, wrapped around the world, sort of holding hands with a bunch of beautiful white light angels and that we're just sort of putting white light into the world and surrounding it. Oh, I love that. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Try and put that out there. I would do that meditation all the time. We do that, right? Yes. Sort of like raise yourself up out of where you are and get into space and then sort of picture all of this bands of white light going around the earth and the mm-hmm. world. And, you know, when you do that in a collective way, well, they always say like the power of prayer, you know, you've heard that expression, I'm sure. 
that is yeah. a true thing. You know, when you collectively promote positive energy, we can really, we can really start a healing process right. together. Yeah. So. It's totally life-changing. Yeah. So true. Let's talk about natural deodorant. I have tried in my several years of being completely non-toxic or at least trying to be completely non-toxic. I have tried so many different deodorant brands on the market. Um, There are so many issues with toxic deodorants. So it's really important, especially because our lymph nodes are under our armpits to use natural organic deodorants. And my favorite one that I've ever found is Native. I love Native for so many different reasons. First, I want you to know that for 20% off of your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code BLONDE during checkout. So that's for 20% off of your first purchase. Head to nativedeodorant.com and use that promo code BLONDE during checkout. You can also find this info in the show notes. So I love unscented native because I am just, I'm a sensitive bird like that. I like everything to be unscented and I want to tell you why native deodorant is so safe and so amazing and why it actually works. So first of all, it's formulated without aluminum, without parabens, um, without anything unsafe. It's completely vegan and it's never tested on animals, which is very important in order to be TBB approved, has to be never tested on animals. Native is made with ingredients you've actually heard of, like coconut oil and shea butter. And so if you wear deodorant every day, you should really be able to understand what is on the ingredients list. It's so important. It really works. Um, I know people have questions about switching to aluminum-free deodorants because they think they're going to smell bad and have body odor and it's not going to be worth it. But trust me, Native works, so you don't have to sacrifice on the performance. Um, Even my husband says Native helps me smelling and feeling fresh all the time, which is important because he would tell me and he does tell me when I smell. So you guys can trust me on this. They have 10 amazing scents, including their classics, and then they have rotating seasonal scents. So you're guaranteed to find one you love. Their classics include coconut and vanilla, which is the most popular, lavender and rose, cucumber and mint, and eucalyptus and mint. And they're pretty incredible. They have free shipping on every order. They offer 30-day free returns and exchanges in the USA. Everybody loves Native. Native's awesome. They're also relaunching their toothpaste line, which is pretty incredible. Um, Their toothpaste, as you can imagine, is natural, made without sulfates, without preservatives, parabens, etc. So check them out at nativedeodorant.com. Use the promo code BLONDE for 20% off. That is nativedeodorant.com. Promo code BLONDE for 20% off. Enjoy. So while we have you here, I think everyone loves to hear you channel a little bit if you're open to it. (laughs) I know we were doing this. So everybody listening, Marianne and I were on the phone for at least an hour before we Uh got on here. Um, Yeah. But if you're open to it, I think... Yeah. I'm always open to channeling. Okay. So let's see. (laughs) So I mean, I have an endless well of questions. And for me personally right now, by the time this podcast comes out, I'm going to be water fasting. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel so much like I'm going to be healing. And 
I'm wondering if my guides, my grandmother, who's always with me and my grandfather have anything to say about during this time, kind of, I don't know, anything that comes up for me. I think we had talked about before about the water thing. It's very, it's very alkaline feeling for me. And I know that it has a lot to do with balance for you. And I think I had mentioned before too, and they're going to reiterate it again, just so your listeners can hear about allowing yourself to kind of give in mentally as well. Um, you're going to have, you're going to learn a lot about the control part of things and how to sort of give in to that, which is going to allow you for your healing process. There's also a lot of reflection kind of feeling, and I don't mean in the water. Um, there's like this, a lot of you kind of going back, actually maybe self-reflection, going back and really understanding the journey and the process that you've been going through for the past few years and trying to understand where it all lies. And that's going to help you too. You're also going to do a tremendous amount of writing while you're there too. So pay attention to that. Um, and and then that forms chapters. Woo-hoo. Yay! <laughs> all I want. Yay! And it's actually going to... You know, the story... I know you think the story is one way, right? But you're going to see that it's going to take a different shape and a different form while you're there. And maybe it's the fluidity of all that water. I don't know. But it allows for a more malleable kind of transformative state, which I really like. Yeah. And so just give into that and embrace that a little bit. Don't fight it. If you fight it, you know, you'll go back into that control space. Yeah. Because it might be a little uncomfortable. Right. I'm sure. Okay. I mean, there's nothing. And you're and then your grandmother on the other side is talking about the month of April is being significant as well. Okay. So where does April come in? I mean, it's coming up. I think when this when this episode comes out, it'll be April. Mm. So, right? Wait. What even is the date? Yeah, it has okay. to do with change around your father, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. So I feel like something changes for him business-wise. And they kind of do like a little twist and change for him. And there's something about real estate there too. That makes that, sense. That has changed for him too. Does that make sense? And yeah. just tell him um, to sort of ride the wave and just allow it to be for a moment. He's a little anxious for me. <laughs> and so they're kind of calming him down. A little I love bit, that. just telling him chill. And is his dad passed? Yes. Okay, so that's the one who's talking about. He's so good. You he know. always comes through for my dad. <laughs> it does. He's so I good. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. you're they're also telling you to let you know too, your grandmother, don't worry about the rug being pulled out from under you so much, especially when it comes to the skin. Oh, I, that makes sense. Okay. Skin, I don't now, if you can see it through this video that we have, it is it is a purge. Like my oh, I can't see it. You look is coming out. Thank you. This lighting is working wonders for me. But if you could see up close, my entire face—it's almost like it's on fire. Like the okay. purge is so mm-hmm. strong. So that starts to wane for me a little bit. Might have a few more times where that might pop up. Mm-hmm. Just a couple here and there. Don't let it discourage you um, because I feel like it is like toxins just sort of getting out and it's got to kind of run its course. Um, but she's definitely calming you down, telling you you're being very hard on yourself. Makes so sense. So she's trying to stop you from being so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> I know. It's true. I'm the so, worst. I'm a 
chronic. Write it out. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Definitely write sense. it out. And then um, soon after that, we can kind of go into, I think, late summer and fall. And I feel like there's baby news there. I am so excited. <laughs> that just like lights me up so much. Now, remember the control thing. You're going to have to let go of a lot. Yeah. And let go lesson. of time frames. I mean, big lesson. You know. You're you're very you're personally scheduled. So professionally scheduled, I think you've learned a lot, right? And then personally scheduled, you sort of replaced it a little bit with certain things and timeframes. Right. So just I, you know, even by even saying like I hope to be by this time, mm-hmm. right? That's still a time frame. So instead of I hope to be by this time, you just say I will be at some time. Oh, I love that. I love- like and I welcome it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like when the universe tells, when the universe is ready, I'm all for it. Like I'm just ready to receive it when the time is yeah. given to me. Like that kind of a thing. Yeah, I it like helps. that. I like that it's for hard. everything. I like that for healing. For yes, the everything. healing thing too. Yes, my my friend with that had my other friend who has Lyme. She's very much always asking me, "When do you think this will be over? When do you think this will be over?" And I always say to her, "It's not a time thing. Right? It's um, it's an it's almost like a milestone." So if you look back at where you were two years ago, or you look back where you were even a year ago, um, focus on the milestones and how far you've come instead of what's to be and when that's. I love that. Because I think it it allows you to see your healing process with more clarity. Does that make sense? Because she'll say to me, oh, I don't see healing. I'm not healing. I'm like, "But, but a year ago, you couldn't leave your house. A year ago, you couldn't touch this. A year ago, you couldn't. And now you can, right? And so... I think it's a. I think it's so much more empowering to focus on how you've healed and how far you've come instead of when is this going to be over, kind of a thing. That's so true. I was thinking that just last night with making those TikToks with Jonathan, and he <laughs> is always remarking like, "You are healing. Like you're you're healthy." Because yeah. a couple years ago, even several months ago, I was not. Mm-hmm jumping around, learning dances, like right. there's no way. You were exhausted. Right. Remember, you know, you had IVs in you and you were tired and, you know, and, you know, to see you kind of dancing around with your, your, your big head on TikTok. <laughs> so fun. If you guys haven't seen it, go and look, you'll know what I'm talking yes. about. Go and look yes. at Instagram. But, you know, it's definitely that to see you kind of uh, be in that space of joy is something that you really should be celebrating because, you know, yeah, like a year ago, he's right. You know, you couldn't have done that. No, couldn't have done that. Sure. And now you're opening up the doors for even more stuff. And that's kind of what I'm seeing. And what are you planting? Planting? Um, are you gardening things? Jonathan's gardening. Ah, we no, have like all, okay. all sorts. He's taking really good care of the plants here. Um, but also like the phrase planting the seed has come up in my life like 10 times in the last couple of weeks. So that could also be it too. Perfect. So it's got a double meaning then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, um, there's something about a soil change that he has to make. Yeah, I don't know what, sense. does that make sense? Because oh, it makes I don't so know if he's, if he's not using the right soil or like the soil's not working out yeah. or something like that, but I'm a little frustrated and I feel like he's supposed to be using the combination of, of a yeah. couple different things. That makes sense. And then he has, and he has one thing. <laughs> I should say it. He has say one it. thing that's that's separate that he's growing. Yes. That feels a little bit more medicinal in its nature. 
Oh, that. No, I mean, that's interesting. <laughs> we, we would be super open to it. I'm but just saying. But he also has something that's separate. Does that make sense? Like he's separating yeah. something. Yeah. No, this is so funny. I'll just tell you. So outside, we have all these plants. He cannot get the soil right. This is so funny. So he's like trying different types of soil. The plants are not thriving. Hopefully the, this soil is working better. And then inside, he has this other plant that he named Wilma that he takes like really, really, really good care of. And he just, he like, he's such a perfectionist. He just wiped off each individual leaf last night so that there's no dust on it. She's really a cute plant. Um, We treat her like a human. So we are so funny. But that's that's so accurate. Wow. Good. I'm so yeah. glad. And that's, uh, yeah, he's going to keep getting, and I think he's going to get more and more into this. I can kind of see him like having a little bit of a greenhouse thing going on at some point, you know? So, um, and then I do feel like he comes up with some really good plant-based products. That would be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know if you guys have thought about doing like your own CBD line at some point or, um, you know, something that feels more like medicinally plant-based, but I do feel like you go down that line at some point. That's cool. Okay? And I feel like he sort of leads the forefront for that. Like he's he's like going to head that up. Cool. I need that. Okay. I need, I need yeah. him to lead And it. is he writing too? He's such a writer. Yeah. He writes beautiful, beautiful. What he writes is totally channeled. It's like these beautiful mm-hmm. poems. He writes to me every single morning. And it actually blows me away. I'm like, this could be, these could be published. It's, it's yeah, he needs to put them together. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got a very like Shakespearean past life thing. Yeah. He needs to kind of like put, he needs to put those together and, and put them out there. Yeah. As his mind is expanding very fast. His whole spirituality thing is really opening up. Mm-hmm. And you tell him, I know that he's seeing, seeing spirit. I'll tell him. Yeah. I feel like Um, he is. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So just tell him to pay attention to that. But everything, everything's coming up roses. They all said really loud, which is really funny. So that's a great thing. And there's some change with your car as well. So I don't know what's going on with the car changes with you two, but um, I don't know if you have two, you were going to go down to one or like you're looking to like change it up in some way, but they are doing that. Do you understand that? Yeah. No. Well, he just got a new car. He really um, wanted us to just have one car, oh, but that's what it is. <laughs> I wanted to. I'm like, well, I think we need to. I mean, we live in a... Uh, you might go back. Well, yeah. I'm open yeah. to that. Both of yeah, us so. don't really drive that much, so it makes sense. So yeah. Oh, so they're playing around. And you know, those little... So just everybody understands when they give you those little like details about you know, the plants being and changing the soil and the car should be two, not one. And you know that you've been having these conversations. I always tell people those are great, right? They're fun. They're like fun facts. They're like the aha moments, like, oh my gosh, you know, but the, it's the in-between messages about the fact that your alkaline will be this and the book and, and hearing things that kind of, we can't really put our finger on to validate in the moment. It's those backup things, those backup facts yeah. that support the knowledge. Absolutely. of what they're throwing down, you know? And so we have to kind of pay attention when you everybody, and anybody gets a psychic reading out there, pay attention to the entire message. Um, we love the names and the facts and things like that, but spirit is coming to you with guidance 
And so you always want to listen to what they're telling you in between. Super important. Those other facts are to support what they're giving you with that guidance that they're giving you. Really helpful to hear. Yeah. That's a really good tip. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you feel good. Good. I'm so happy. So, okay, final question. Are you writing... Wait, one sec. Are you writing um, anything about helping people balance the chakras? Um, No, but I recorded a meditation yesterday that was balancing the heart chakra and the solar plexus. Yeah. That's why. Good. Can you, um, I feel like you're supposed to write that out too in some way. And then it does feel audible to me, but I wonder if it's a little bit more instructional. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that could be. So you can ask your question. I had to say that. I love that. No, I'm glad. Um, Last time we talked um, on the podcast as well, something was mentioned about Hudson's food needing to be changed up, our cat. Uh, yeah, and I'm wondering if he's happy with with the change. Hudson's funny. He's hysterical. You know, he messes with you a little bit in his pickiness. I know it's almost a little bit like attention seeking. One hundred. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, his um, belly doesn't feel so swollen to me. Good. So to me, I wonder if he was carrying some inflammation. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, he's always going to give you a little bit. <laughs> of a funny time. I think that's just the way he is. Why are they so... Does he like cheese or something? I know you're vegan, but does he like cheese or something? Uh, uh, well, we eat vegan cheese all the time, but he just sees it. He doesn't eat it. He like that? Does it's Hudson like it? Um, My dog will... So if I take out anything cheese-wise from the refrigerator, he's like right, right next to me. Johnny that's on the so spot. funny. But I wonder sometimes about your cat. Your cat is funny. Yeah. I wonder if he's trying to get into your stuff and what you have. He very much wants to be near you and and really own you as his, yes. by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And his property. He sure. is definitely, yeah, you are definitely his. But no, he feels good. I am looking in his ears a little bit. Okay. So just watch for any type of like ear infection or anything like that. Okay. That could be why I'm seeing the cheese because I think that gives my dog an ear infection. Oh, so just that watch sense. that. Yeah, I wonder if it's like an allergy thing, which is probably what I'm looking right. at. Right. Because he's, my dog has a lot of allergies. So just watch for that. And I think you eliminated some of that with this new food. Good. He seems happy. so cute. He's very cute. He's so cute. He's hilarious. He was acting he is funny. a lot around that, that time. He's, he's like a toddlery. Like he's definitely toddlerish. Yes, like, like way about him. Poop on our bed to make a point. And ever since we changed his food, he's been he has not done anything like that. So oh, good. So it was maybe it was an allergy thing. You know, they do weird things when their allergies are. I know. They're like kids that way. Yeah, he is hilarious. Well, this is all amazing. Um, any final words for everybody about just kind of this time that we're living in? Yeah. You know, um, I think it's a great time to please listen to your intuition. If it doesn't feel right, then go with that. You know, use good decision-making. And if something's telling you maybe that's not a good choice or this is a good choice, please go with that and don't question it. Know that you're not alone. We're not being punished. We're being guided through what sometimes can happen in our world. And so please lean on that instead of why this is happening. Let's lean on what we can do collectively to help us all get through this and allow ourselves to heal in that way and give good, good, give good back 
uh, to the earth and to the world and to your neighbor and, and your family and your friends and just sort of focus on that level and let's not wonder why it's happening. Let's just collectively give back. Send that light around the world. I love that one. Give it, spread it, use your social media in that way as well to share light and give light. I think it's just a beautiful thing to do. It feels like we're taking action in some way, the best way that we can. Yeah. And stay home and stay safe and wash your hands. Yes. <laughs> don't t- don't touch your face. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. So good. Amazing. So where can everyone find you? Everyone can find me at uh, maryandthemedium.com. They can find me at Mary and the Medium on Instagram and on Facebook as well. I'm also working on doing um, virtual workshops. All of my one-on-one readings right now are virtual, even though I have a five-year wait list. Um, I'm, I'm doing them virtually. So either through uh, FaceTime or Zoom or phone readings. And then I'm going to come up with some virtual workshops that are open to everybody. You don't have to be on my wait list to uh, cool. sign up for those. So that people can look for that. That's awesome. Yay. Thanks. Thank, Thank you, you so for having me. For guidance as always. So Aww. fun to talk to you and so good to have you on. I hope it was helpful. I want everybody yeah. to just know it's going to be okay. Yes. Got to get through it. Yes. Such a good message. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Marianne. She is incredible. She is my go-to. She is my spiritual mama, my sweet friend, my go-to for every time I have questions when it comes to what's going on in the world, what's going on in my life. I trust her. I love her. I love her like she's a family member. And I'm super happy to share her with you guys. And I know a lot of people, as I mentioned in the intro, were requesting Marianne during this time. And because she doesn't give, or it's hard to get um, a private session with her because she has a five-year wait list. I like to share her with you guys anytime I get the chance. I feel so honored to be able to do that. Um, Secondly, definitely check out her virtual workshops where she takes groups because it might not be one-on-one, but it's still an amazing way to soak in her energy. If you want to work closer with Marianne, um, i.e. if you're opening up psychically, let me know and... um, I can, you know, give you some info about that. She's my mentor. She's amazing. I love her. So check her out, support her, buy her book, follow her on Instagram. She is a special one. She does really special Instagram lives and all that kind of stuff. I now, when you listen to this, will be water fasting. I'm sure I will need and want all of the love and support from you guys. So send any good vibes my way that you have. And... Otherwise, I hope everyone's staying safe, feeling good, staying healthy, staying inside, spending time with their families, their loved ones, themselves, tapping back into becoming your own best friend. If you want to do some guided meditations, check out my last couple solo episodes. And then if you feel called to rate and review this podcast, I have a free gift to send you. So email me your rating and review. Um, at jordan at thebalancebond.com. I will thank you personally and send you a free gift and check out the Balance Bond digital store. I have the code TBB love running for 11% off of everything in my digital store right now. Um, 
And I'm also donating some of the proceeds that are coming through this month to different um, animal rescues that are working overtime during this during this wild time in the world. So keep that in mind. Let me know if you purchase and um, I can thank you for that as well. And I love you guys. Sending you huge love, all the good vibes. Thank you. Thank you. Happy, happy times, crazy times. Um, try to keep the vibration high. Try out some of these tips that Marianne has shared here for connecting with your guides. Automatic writing is a huge help. And yes, we'll talk soon. I love you guys. Mwah.